not everybody enjoys the show, Eric Zane. First thing in the morning, that's that's a podcast. They can listen anytime they want. Ding dong. Hello to you. We are uh, coming to you from the Impact Power Sports studio. Impact Power Sports. Online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Let me begin with this. I was driving around with uh, my lovely daughter, Jacqueline, yesterday. She says, have you ever heard of the show Beat Shazam? And I said, no. She goes, do you know what Shazam is? I go, yeah, that's that uh, guy that yells Shazam, and he turns into a wacky superhero. And she goes, no, no, dummy. The app, Shazam. I go, oh, okay, yeah, it tells you what song. She goes, correct. She goes, there's a show hosted by Jamie Foxx where a song plays, and if you can guess the song before Shazam does, or figure out the song before Shazam does, you get a point. And then you try to win the game. You try to beat Shazam. And I go, oh. She goes, would you be good at that? I said, well, yeah, I have a uh, proficiency, especially with, um, you know, older uh, rock type music. And, And then even more so. It's pretty broad. But I would struggle with newer music. And she says, well, I'm really good at the newer music. I go, oh, well, that would be a fun game to watch. She goes, okay, well, um, I went and filled out an application to be a contestant on that show. And I go, yeah. And she says, and the casting director called me. I said, okay. She goes, and I'm my I have to have a two person team. So it would be you and I. I go, oh, all right. Yeah, I that that would be fun. She says, Do you have a passport? And I go, Yeah. She goes, Is it current? I go, I expired in September, but uh Pretty easy to, you know, update the passport. She goes, okay. Well, they film in Ireland. I, I go, they do? They film in Ireland? She goes, yes. Jamie Foxx and the show films in Ireland. I go, uh, I go, well, uh, are, we, are we leaving? Are we going? She goes, well, I just have to call them back when... You, uh, when the, cause Jackie is the same thing. She goes, well, my passport isn't up to date. So the casting director says, well, call me back when you have your passport. So she's telling me all this and I go, "Uh, yeah, let's fucking do it. So, uh, yeah, that was That's it. I don't have anything more about it. She then sent me the link to uh, update my passport. So that's uh, uh, a part of what I'm going to do today. Part of my list of things to do today is uh, now then I'm like, 
boy, that, that seemed awfully easy, though. Right away, I'm like, boy, hmm, seemed awfully easy. What if this is some type of human trafficking? And, you know, as soon as, hey, I'm ready to play the game, all of a sudden I'm getting uh, forcibly boned. So I think I think we're good. I I I need to double check her resources and 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 what she's encountered in order to make this a possibility. Uh, Kenny says Ireland is the home of the hit song. There's only one Conor McGregor, and there's no fire better. Thank you, thank you for the appropriate uh, spelling of those, and no typos. Tyler says, Garrick Zane will be on national TV. Yeah, I'll be in full gay mode for that. Waving my hands and clapping like, you know, like that. So this is the story that will need some updating. I will uh, keep you abreast of the scenario. Star Wars sucks 69 says please baby jesus make this happen why do i know that username star wars sucks 69 who is that i i i don't see you that often in here but when i do i'm like god have we have, we, have, have you been in here a lot lately I, it's, it's interesting Uh, Linda says she needs, uh, Jackie needs to pay to get the expedited passport if she doesn't have one. Yes. That's something we, uh, we are working on. Yeah. Okay. That is Star Wars Suck 69 is James from Granville. James P. Mr. James P. Patrick says big fraud Zane's world tour. Ryan says if you're on. National TV, you're going to need a makeup guy. I know a guy that uh, did makeup for Taylor Swift. Side note, I was just sent another another epic film made by Jimmy and his cousin Paul. It's another horror flick called The Sculptor. Starring Jimmy and his cousin Paul. Uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to uh, bust that one out immediately, like this week's Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, but it is in the uh, it's in the queue, if you will. Uh, thank you for being here, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And who are these free beers? Is going to um, debut. We're going to uh, start getting going on Saturday at two p.m. We're going to open up the Big Fraud Saturday with Who Are These Free Beers? And then uh, shortly thereafter, we will uh, get started with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Chris says, that reminds me, I need to watch the film The Harwich Tale today. Oh, God, what a fright fest that is. You can descend into the madness of Jimmy and and Paul. Ben Glaze is checking in. 
while the world-famous X's and Bros show is happening. I titled this podcast for the live stream as Bomb Cyclone. Ben writes, that's what they call my stand-up sets. Speaking of Ben Glaze, who is hosting X's and Bros. Uh, one of the audience members of this sh- show, Chris D, is a listener of X's and Bros. And he is always listening right at the start of the X's and Bros show at 6 a.m. That is what we have parked on in the uh, recent weeks and months of... Uh, uh, of this show when the show begins it always starts the same way with uh uh the guy's name is anthony bellino busting out like how to listen to the show how to listen and uh and, and get a hold of social media and then he he introduces the other two people that are on the show but they're not really on the show i mean they're working behind the scenes but he says hello to them one of them that he says hello to does not have a microphone and the other one is ben but he doesn't really like engage Ben in conversation and it, it gets really awkward. It's just odd. And, and there's no clear cut ending to it. He just gets a, like a couple of uh, responses from Ben and then he's off and running and he never like wraps up what he was saying to Ben. It's like he, he, you, you kind of know it when it happens, when he shifts his focus from talking to Ben to talking about whatever the fuck he's talking about, but it, it's beyond fucked up. Chris sends me the links. In fact, I have one from uh, earlier that I'm going to share with you all um, on uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast that I've I've gone over with a fine tooth comb, and it was a Ben said four words, and um, but I've I've done some fancy editing to make it seem like Ben is much more involved in the show. Chris writes this. He sent this yesterday. Another awkward one from today. First three minutes or so, Ben, yet again, put in a weird spot, LOL. Probably thinking, how many times can I say, right, or, yeah, exactly, or laugh. Oh, Ben, I'm so sorry. I mean, and the the problem is, they're also in two different rooms. And... The thing about Ben, what I know about Ben is you can give him the opportunity to answer with a one or two word answer. You cannot give him that opportunity because he will. All right. You got to basically say, all right, Ben, um, go ahead and set up the next clip on who are these Zanes. And he will. He will do it and he'll do it fine. It sounds perfect. Uh, Ben and I are very comfortable with each other. So basically that's what I do as a host. I don't give him the opportunity to give me a one word answer, you know, and, and we have figured that out. I don't know if uh, Anthony Bellino and Ben are on the same page when it, uh, when it comes to that type of uh, uh, broadcasting. 
So we'll get into that coming up on Saturday's Big Fraud Saturday uh, with uh, two shows. Who are these free beers? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Ben lifts his own uh, clips from the uh, world-famous Free Beer and Hot Wings show. I lift mine. And then we review them. And boy, is it fun. Goofing on uh, one of the greatest morning shows uh, in the world today. The world-famous, heard on multiple stations all across the country. A growing audience, uh, top-rated, incredible, the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. I know you are all big fans. Uh, all right. Yesterday was unusual for me because I left the house. Now, one of the things you do as a dad, at least for me, there are certain things that I did that um, when my kids go to adulthood, I still do for them. A lot of the time, it has something to do with car. Uh, I could very well just say, well, you're out of the house. You do it. But I actually like helping my kids to some degree. Not to a point where I'm like crippling them, but just doing something nice. And I got to spend time with Jackie. So, you know, I mean, that's always good to spend time with your kids. She says to me, snow tires. Now, the Civic that she has used to be mine. Well, it's still mine. It, she's borrowing it. I have the snow tires in the garage, and we're going to get hammered uh, sometime today. And then on for like the next two days, we're supposed to get like a lot of snow. Not like Lake Effect Buffalo snow, but about 15 inches. That's pretty strong. And it's going to be. Uh, very, very cold and blowing and uh, and all that shit. And she goes, I need the snow tires on. I go, you're right. You do. Uh, I load the snow tires up in my truck. Drive across town yesterday. Give her my truck. Put the snow tires in the Civic. Uh, I drive the Civic to Discount Tire in Granville. I've been going there for decades. Bought so many fucking tires there. They know me on a first name basis. But when I walk in there, there's a guy there. And he looks like he's been through the ringer. Now, these are people that you do not fuck with. I did not. If they can manage to be polite and friendly... To me, that's an unbelievable feat. But I will tolerate them one million percent if they're in a shitty mood because of A, what they're going through, and B, I need the goddamn tires. So you, the amount, if I do anything that's off the beaten path other than nod and say, sounds good, that's going to take more time. Now, I have an understanding of what these people are going through. And I also know that uh, they, every day, interact with a customer. Every customer is, like, wanting to walk in there and give them the key. And immediately, they bring the car into the bay and they do the tire work on it. Whether it's new tires or snow tires or fix a tire or fill up a tire, whatever. But 
when you've been there as much as I have over the years, you know you can count on no not busy days. They're always packed, and it's always a half-a-day process. But when the customer that's not me walks up there, nine times out of ten, the person is like, gives the dude behind the counter an attitude because it's going to take some time to get the fucking thing done. So I go, Hey, and I'm always, I'm always Eric Zaitunian in this mode. I go, Hey, how are you? First of all, um, you know, he's dealing with a customer and I can tell that he's annoyed. Finally, that finishes up. And, uh, easy walks up to the counter when that guy leaves. And, there's an etiquette there. It's it's bank rules. You have to wait. You can walk up to the counter, but you got to wait till the guy says, how can I help you? Because he's got to finish up whatever it is. So I realize that. I mean, like I said, pro. Uh, last guy finishes. I walk up. And uh, actually, the guy says, hi. I go, hey. And I walk up. But I don't start my spiel. I'm just standing there waiting. And he's wrapping up whatever. He finishes takes a deep breath how can i help you and then I, then I go in now i can talk right away the phone starts ringing he leaves it he just lets it continue ringing he's just jammed this guy and uh, i tell him what's up i say yeah i got some snow tires in the back of that civic I want you to put them on and he goes you're gonna leave it here because he we can't get it right away we're gonna have to leave it here just like that, I go, yeah, of course, of course, yes. Clapping my hands, yes. I love that. Leave it here. It's what I, it's what I expected. Doesn't respond. Still has a shitty look in his face. He goes, I'm going to go take a look. So for whatever reason, they have to go out and look, I guess. I go, okay, tires in the back seat. I don't know if he just wants to make sure that the tires are good enough or whatever. I don't know. I don't ask. Comes back in and he goes, okay. $88. Give him the $88. Uh, I don't I don't pay that, by the way. Jackie Venmo's me the $88. And uh, then this happens. This is a little weird. He goes, uh, I go, um, I did ask this question. I go, um, just roundabout, uh, what time do you think? And he goes, 7.30. Now, that's weird to me because I think they close at like 6.00. And I go, oh, um, are you open then? He goes, no. I go, um, okay, uh, well, so I don't know what he means. I don't know if, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't assume anything. I go, okay, well, uh, how does that work? I mean, if I want to get it today, can I, will, will someone be here so that I can pick up the car? And, uh. He goes, we can leave it open and we can, it's just, everything's abrupt. Leave it open and put the key under the mat. I go, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was it. It just ended. Okay, see ya. Now, I could, I very much wanted to grab this guy uh, like he's Loki and I'm the Hulk and fuck him up throughout the discount tire. There's another dude there named Brian 
who's got it down. He's always smiling, always happy. Phone's ringing in his face, always smiling. This guy, I don't, I'd never seen him before, so he's starting to crack. The pressure at that place is worse than like a doctor uh, conducting uh, quadruple bypass surgery. That's how intense it is at Discount Tire. And these guys get paid shit. So, but I just, man, again, don't fuck with Discount Tire. And uh, Joe says, Brian's the manager. I've known him since high school. Oh, yeah, he's a saint. He's always just smiling and happy. But this other dude, he had like a V for V for Vendetta beard. You can tell he was crispy around the edges. Um, so he's, uh, I go, okay, um, I'll just, uh, I'll just do that. He goes, we'll text you with updates. And he sends me a text. You just click on the link and tells you what's going on. I go, no problem, buddy. No problem. And off I, I walk out and then I realize I have no plan. It's three o'clock. So it's going to take like four and a half hours. What the fuck am I going to do? And I, I, I rack my brain. Pooh Bear is going immediately from school to get her haircut. And then after the haircut, she goes to another place to get her nails done. And then after that, she's going over to her pal's house, my backup wife, Sherry's for dinner. So I call her up. I go, hey, can you, can you come get me? Thank God she made a change to her plan to be able to do that. But she has to still go get her haircut, so I've got time to kill. I start walking. And uh, lo and behold, there's a Mexican restaurant right there. There's nobody in the joint. I walk in. I look homeless. Uh, I'm wearing a old beat-up hat, my Carhartt, uh, snow boots, and sweatpants. Pretty much what I'm wearing right now. And my first thought is they're going to think that I'm a homeless guy who's going to go in, get the chips and salsa and leave. So I try to not look homeless. Sits me down, gives me the chips and the salsa. I order the shrimp tacos, murder the shrimp tacos, order more chips and salsa. I ate two entire things of chips and salsa. I was so damn hungry. Watched all the bullshit about Bill Belichick. Uh, leaving the Patriots slash getting fired. Get up, leave. Still got time to kill. There's one of those places right down from the Mexican joint that you, when you get uh, your, your video games, you can sell them back to them for like a penny a piece. And they say, all right, you just gave us uh, 400 video games. We'll give you $9 cash or $15 store credit. What do you want? Now, why am I in there? Uh, I want to go see all the old retro games, all the really old shit, and just look at the selection. I posted a picture of a game that I found. It was called a double ender. Seriously, it's on Facebook. I walk in there and there isn't anything gigantic that happened, but it couldn't have been, I don't know what it is, but those types of places 
that sell video games. Every employee there seemed like one of those people who uh, collects Funko Pops and uh, is into furries and um, just a goddamn weirdo playing too much Dungeons and Dragons. All the video game stereotype people that I'm talking about are in this business. And I'm like, what? A, this, this should be a case study about uh, how fucked up these people are. And they're all real loud and, and you just like snot bubbly and, and obnoxious about like uh, weirdo shit and, and just having annoying conversations about stuff. Corey knows what I'm talking about. He says, I can confirm. He's, he's like part one of, the, one of these people, you know? Oh, my God. And I'm just listening to the, these insipid, horrible conversations about weirdo shit going on while I'm, all I'm doing is looking at Atari cassettes. Oh, yeah, I remember Gunslinger. I'm the guy that likes to just look. I'm entertained by looking at the old shit that I played when I grew up. I don't actually want to play it. Oh, I remember this. A Turok Dinosaur Hunter for N64. Very refreshing. Says, always smells like a basement in those stores. Oh, that's so true. My God. So, that's it. I mean, I don't have, nothing spectacular happened. It was just, I was just amazed because there's like three or four people that are working behind the desk and just all fucked up. Just... They look like aliens. There's something wrong with people that are into this. All the video game stereotypes, like kid who just beat Tetris. He would fit in with this group. They're very misfitty. It's like, fuck it. I got to get out of here. Cause then this guy says to me, he goes, uh, he goes, can I help you with anything? And I go, oh, no, I'm just, just looking, you know, ha, old games. Look at them. Look at them. We just got a whole Nintendo retro section. We just set it out right over there. You want to have a, have a look? I go, yeah, I saw that. That's looking good. Ha ha. Yeah. Fucking kill me. Get me out of here. I leave. Pooh Bear's on the way. I have done it. I have killed the time. Pooh Bear picks me up. She's canceled the nail appointment because of me. Love it. Takes my ass home. Jackie picks me up to go get the vehicle. And she breaks the news about Beat Shazam. Do you know, uh, do you know the show Beat Shazam? God, I'd never heard of that. So... I, I just hope this isn't human trafficking. I always, I'm always like, there's no way. How, how is it you can just sign up and the casting director right away calls you? I don't know. We shall see. I will keep you up to date. Yes, I will. Um, Corey says, video game store employees says, they're paid like shit, so you know they're there for the love of the game. Tetris kid is their king, says Chris. Amanda writes Kenny. You know, that's probably true. I, you know what? I take it back. 
I, I don't think he is. I don't think Kenny, he's not here right now. He Kenny is um is much cooler than those people. Those uh, people act like it's all like real life. Kenny doesn't. I think we've I think we've shamed him to keep that all bottled up. In a way, uh, I think Kenny has unblocked you all. I think I got through to him about being such a bitch. I don't think Amanda, Blue State Rob, or um, who else was blocked? Who else did he block like a bitch? Quit blocking people, ding dong. I don't need that top of stress. They're just fucking with you. Just like I'm fucking with you. Quit being a pussy. Amanda realizes that she's being mean and says, and here I go on being mean to him. I'm sorry, Kenny. What do you mean? What are you apologizing for? It was a joke. You quit being a pussy, pussy. You're all pussies. You know that? Nate. That's the guy. Nate Bull. All right. For those of you that are getting this show on Facebook and X and YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. But if you want the full show, download the Twitch app. Search Eric Zane Live and you get the entire Eric Zane show live as it happens. 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. You can also um, follow me. Um, I told you to download the Twitch app. You can also on your desktop go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Audio podcast, wherever you download shows, this becomes the free audio podcast. Send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. And then the Patreon, where we will be having um, Saturday's Big Fraud Saturday. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for free for seven days if you've not taken advantage of this yet. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Um, you do need to put in a payment form there. But you can cancel it right after you sign up and you still get the seven days. I just want you to try it. And if you like it, I know you'll be back. And I know you will like it. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the show on Patreon. But for now, thank you so much again for you folks that are watching the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. Have a great day. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by... Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream of this show on a bomb cyclone weekend. Brought to you by Impact Power Sports. Cool shit to do and uh, have fun. Toys. UTVs. ATVs. Motorcycles golf carts, electric bikes, and on and on and on. And the repair shop to fix all of those things if you ever need service. They're in Rockford, Michigan. ImpactPowerSportsMI.com is their website. Uh, go online and see the selection of some of the amazing things that they have for you. You will love the selection. You will love the things that you can get. And, of course, Michigan's newest dealer of Yamaha golf carts, which are the best in the business. Yamaha golf carts, and you can uh, trick them out uh, any way you like. Perfect for uh, riding around your uh, piece of property, wherever that may be, or maybe you live near a golf course or on a golf course or whatever the heck. Uh, you or someone you know, send them to Impact Power Sports 
in Rockford, Michigan. Find them online, impactpowersportsmi.com. We are just over one week away from paintball war number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. That happens on Sunday, January 21. Now, it's a 5 p.m. start on this. Depending on what the Lions do Sunday, we may modify the time and or day. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Rick, of course, and I had a discussion and we agreed that, you know, uh, if the Lions, if the Lions win on Sunday and they won't, uh, we're going to need to do whatever we can to keep uh, that free to watch them the following week. So just FYI, they're not going to win. They are not winning that game. I'm telling you right now, Matthew Stafford's going to go fucking crazy. Anyway, um, I have an invite at uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane for you to join me at uh, paintball war number 23. And for some of you, I'll be texting you directly saying, Hey, are you in? Let me know. If you are playing on the uh, Sunday, January 21 event uh, or um, yeah, let me know via email or text. If you're in Eric at Eric that is an RSVP, please for paintball war number 23, 5 PM start pizza party to get started. And then of course we're playing paintball indoors at TC paintball. Do we dare go outside? We so much snow. Holy shit. Uh, Tag Accounting, get your taxes done from the tax hobbit at Tag Accounting, the one and only Troy Ginzer. He's been my accountant for years. He is efficient. He's fast. He's streamlined. You will get more money back if you get your return done from Troy Ginzer at Tag Accounting, tagcpa.net. Find him online, tagcpa.net, or call 616 301 95 16 no matter where you are in the u.s you can take advantage of the gins the tax hobbit look at better business bureau a plus rating and that's something you can't lie about if you if you uh, lie about your bbb rating and make shit up the bbb will show up with a tank and like uh drive through your fucking front door Thank you very much to Tag CPA. The Danity says the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. It's happening. No, it's not. Stop it. Knock it off. Uh, Linda says Matt Stafford may feel sorry for the Lions and hold back a bit. I don't think so. Uh, Back to the previous topic. Nerds at the video game store are into card games like Magic the Gathering. Kenny is not into that shit. That's true. That is absolutely true. Kenny is not into that shit. Where is he today? What is he doing? Uh, Kyle Ryan thinks the Lions are winning on Sunday. Dude, they're not. Okay? I want you to say it out loud to me. They are not winning. The Rams are going to win. Take the Rams. Take the over. Lions lose Sunday. I'm promising you this. This is guaranteed. I hope I'm wrong. I won't be. I'm telling you. 
Um, so today is the day that I guess this catastrophe snow is supposed to fall. A long weekend of weather. You wake up today, they said, you won't wake up to it. It'll be later in the morning that it's going to start. And then as time passes, the uh, weather will deteriorate. More and more snow will fall. And then the wind will kick in later after that. And the temperatures will plummet. And the snowfall will continue tomorrow. And then Sunday, where we live, uh, strong chance of lake effect snow. All told, uh, north of 14, 15 inches, maybe more. Now, I am, of course, keeping a level head. Last year, I did not. Last year, similar uh, outlook for a weather pattern. Incredibly cold, snow, winds, high risk of power outages, they said. And I was freaked out by that. So uh, I did what any rational person would do. Grab my credit card and go to the hardware store and uh, buy the most expensive generator I could buy. You know, they uh, they got them set up from like the small ones to the big ones. I like went to the big one. I go, right, it's thousands of dollars. That's it. I'm going to keep my family. We're going to be protected. Get that fucking thing. It is still in the spot that I set it down one year ago when I bought it. I got it home. It's heavy as fuck. I had to have my neighbor, Chris, help me get it out of the truck. All right, buddy. You set it right here. And then when the power goes out, I'm going to drag it out into the driveway so we don't get carbon monoxide poisoning. And we're going to hook up and I'm going to power the whole goddamn neighborhood. All right. It's good. I even went and uh, looked about how to uh, hook the furnace up to it. There is a way you can like hardwire your furnace into it. Nick showed me. Nick, the electrician. But uh, it involved like YouTube video. And I kind of trying to get out of that mode where I watch a YouTube video and then try to do shit that I shouldn't be fucking with in the first place. I mean, that seems like something that I really should not fuck with. Hardwiring my furnace uh, so that my generator would power the furnace. Because I guess the furnace itself isn't like a, you know, the motor and the blower motor and all that shit. It's, uh, it's not a huge draw on power. But if you hook one of those portable heaters up like I got in this room, it draws a lot more on the generator than like the, the furnace that heats the whole fucking house would. So the thing you want to do is you want to splice that fucking thing into your furnace. So Nick goes, oh yeah, here's this video. And so I watch it. I'm like, ah, yeah, I could, I could do that. I don't, I don't have those wire cutting tools, but I've got a, a butter knife. That'll work. I'll just twist these wires in and uh, put a bunch of electrical tape and uh, it's fucking perfect. Next thing you know, we're all dead. That was the, uh, that was the idea 
behind uh, behind that. My point is, uh, everybody's freaking out about this storm. It's probably not going to be shit. We shall see. Uh, Megan says, my ex-boyfriend's dad hooked up their house to a giant generator and had to make a decision on if you wanted it, the oven or the hot tub hooked up. <laughs> um, Ashley is here. She says, hello, Snowmageddon peeps. Yeah, that's what they're... This is another Snowmageddon, which kind of like is a metaphor for it might not happen. You never know. But seriously, this one, it's looking... Like it absolutely um, is is going to happen. Absolutely going to happen. Uh, Ryan says, I think Big Generator has a deal with weather people to scare them into purchases. Big Generator, also a great name of a Yes album. Chris K probably knows that. Megan says perfect ski weekend. No, it's not. It's going to be blowing and ridiculous. You don't want to ski in this weather. You want to let us uh, settle down. Ryan says same exact scenario, except I bought mine six years ago. Uh, Joe Martinez says, want to spend some money? We can install a home, a whole home generator. Yeah. You know, I've heard about those damn things. I think some are powered by like propane. It's expensive to run, but in a pinch, you're, it's like, you know, the power goes out and, uh, and then all of a sudden it turns back on. It just knows. It just knows when there's a dip and it just kicks on, kicks in, and everything's great. You're, you go, you turn all the lights on. Everybody's in the dark, freezing their dick off. You've got your refrigerator open. Uh, Maureen says better to have the generator and not need it than to need it and not have it. So true. So true. Uh, Nick says, Joe should have upsold you on a mini transfer switch. So you can just plug in the furnace and flip a switch. That's what I was talking about. That thing. Um, Joe, can you do that? I want that thing. I want the transfer switch. As soon as you can get here, install the transfer switch for your old pal EZ. Again, when you want something done right, call somebody. Nick, talk to Joe. Joe, talk to Nick. Joe, get to my house whenever you can and install the transfer switch. No need to make an appointment. I'm always here. Just walk in. Kevin will let you in. Try not to let the cats out of the fucking house and go downstairs and install that shit. Chris adds, Joe can do anything. He's Mexican. That's true. Some would say Mexican is debilitating. I disagree. The only time Mexican is debilitating is when I'm insulting Joe because I'm pissed off at him. Who, by the way, is making me squirm in this weird way about renewing his marketing. Had a conversation with him yesterday. So damn annoying. He loves fucking with me. 
I wrote in Spanish, hola, senor. Puedo interesarle otros tres meses de marketing en el podcast del progr programa de Eric Zane. That, I think, means, can I interest you in another quarter of marketing on the Eric Zane Show podcast? He wrote, no see. Or no say. I don't know. I said, don't break my heart. I can't take it. He says, I love breaking people's hearts. I said, look, you won your stupid national championship. Why can't you just be a normal person now? He says, you are funny. I want you to wear Michigan gear for a whole week. Hang on. Fucking shit. Wear Michigan gear for a whole week. I said, buy it and I will. And I get to keep it. He says, no, I'll supply all the stuff and you wear it and return it. I have jerseys, hoodies, caps, gloves. I said, sure. So should I bill you for another quarter? Please say C. And he doesn't respond. What the fuck? Come on, man. It's starting to get weird here. Don't, 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 don't be jokey with the finances. This is how I feed my family, you ding dong. Just say yes or no. Megan's fantastic. She says, not everyone is as nice as me because I asked her the same question. They're on the same schedule. Hello, dearest. Can I interest you in another three months of marketing on the Eric Saint Show podcast? Please say yes. She wrote, obvi, with uh, emoji with heart kissing, blowing me kisses. You see how easy that is? So fantastic. So Joe, I need to know. Are you back? Are you in? Because I got to, I'm just try. I got to send you an invoice. Are we in or out? I mean, I don't fuck with you when you give me a bill for a new furnace. What did I do? I paid the bill. Okay. So what's up? Are you in or out? Because this is ends in like a couple of days. Um, uh, Megan says, wait, we get to dress you for a week by signing back up for another quarter. No. I'm refusing to do that. No, that's that that's a new thing. If you want to if you want to do that, you got to pay for it. It's an extra $1,000 if I have to wear all your stupid Michigan gear. All right. Um speaking of football, Bill Belichick is out. The head coach of the New York, uh, the, uh, uh, what the fuck are they called? New England Patriots is done. Uh, Belichick Patriots part ways after 24 seasons, six Super Bowl titles. He hasn't won one in a while. Just see the, uh, one of the New York uh, publications, it was a TV station, wrote, Instead of where the headline reads, Belichick, 24 seasons, six Super Bowl titles, they wrote it as Bill Belichick, who lost two Super Bowls to the Giants and his last game lost to the Jets out as Patriots coach. They worded it that way. Um, so how about that? Now, I'm not so convinced that he was an excellent coach. Okay. After uh, Brady left, he was an absolute failure. 
Brady went on to win an immediate championship with Tampa Bay. And that's what they talk about in this article, which will forever help shape the debate over whether Brady or Belichick was more important to the Patriots run. Well, that that's obvious. It, it, it's a terrific experiment. It couldn't be more of a perfect uh, 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 example. Brady leaves, despite being very old, immediately wins a Super Bowl. Belichick goes steadily down to this year, worst team in football. My God. That's absolutely true. When they won the first one, Okay, uh, when Brady won the first title way back when, then you've got a scenario where players want to come play for them because they're they won the Super Bowl. That's kind of like uh, you know the rich get richer, one of those things. So then uh, year after year, uh, new players show up. They kind of like regroup, reload, and uh, off they go. I would say that whoever the architect is who picked up the players that they picked up is more responsible. Uh, Belichick is a cheater. Okay. He deflated the balls. Remember Spygate when he was like said, he was doing the Michigan Connor Stallions thing when he was uh, uh, recording practices for other teams or some shit. He got in trouble for all that. And uh, of course, as soon as that starts to go down, People are like, oh, yeah, they all do it, though. Everybody does this. What? Really? So uh, now that he's out, I noticed that um, he won enough with all those Super Bowls that he gets credit for winning six of them, which I still think is uh, was more of a Brady thing than it was a Bill Belichick thing. Obviously. Uh, when you have that type of uh, pedigree, you get to say that you've parted ways or is no longer with the Patriots. He was fired. They made the change. Had they at the page, it isn't like Bill Belichick came in and said, you know, I think it's time for us to part ways. That's not what happened. He was flat out fired because he's shitty and the Patriots are shitty. That's why he got fired. Uh, it says uh, Belichick has a great case as the NFL's greatest coach ever, but he's no longer the head coach of the Patriots. I disagree. Vince Lombardi is the greatest coach ever. No matter what. I was reading some uh, things in the past about Vince Lombardi. When he lived out east in New Jersey when he was young, he took over a, um, it was either a high school or a college basketball team or something like that. I think he was a teacher at the time and he had to coach the basketball team in order to do it. And uh, he didn't know shit about basketball and he still uh, coached the team to like an undefeated record. Let me look that up. Vince Lombardi basketball coach high school. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Before elevating the Packers in the world with his wisdom, Vince Lombardi taught and coached at St. Cecilia High School in New Jersey. 
Uh, he was hired to be an assistant at football, but winning wasn't everything or the only thing. When Lombardi took the job in 1939, he thought his chemistry, physics, and biology, biology and Latin classes might serve his ambitious ambitions better than any sweep he diagram for the football team. Basketball wasn't going to be his game either, even though the school eventually school's eventual athletic director would pay Lombardi a couple hundred bucks to run the boys' varsity. This would be uh, his first coaching job of any time. Let's see. What was his record? I'm telling you, it was like an undefeated season. Uh, it was with St. Cecilia's. Anyway, Belichick out. Despite that legendary run, he is no longer uh, available. And will he coach again? You've got uh, eight teams that need coaches. Panthers, Seahawks, getting rid of Pete Carroll. My God, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Titans, the Falcons, and the Washington Redskins. I don't know. I'm kind of glad he's gone. He annoyed the shit out of me. But he actually annoys me a little less now because I saw this. This is a clip of one reporter by the name of Mark Dundero who had a knack for making Bill Belichick laugh with his oddball questions. And they kind of like played off of each other. Mark Dondero writes, I've been asked many times if the Patriots ever told me to chill with my questions to Belichick. Never happened once. Bill was always willing to play ball. I have never had more fun as a professional than covering uh, his press conferences. Coach, I know you can't concern yourself with the mentality of the Patriots fan, but recently, has anyone pulled you aside in the grocery store and been like, Bill, kick in his butt, will you? I've been to the grocery store in a couple of years. In your life, have you ever gone wild at a Springsteen concert? I've seen a few wild Springsteen concerts, yeah. What would help you decompress more? Sneaking off to the vacation home, playing in a moth lacrosse tournament, or just spending the weekend at Gronk's house? <laughs> But it'd be a three-way tie is three good options. It's a really well-thought-out question. I appreciate it. <laughs> Coach, most of us in this room know He's so dead you pretty well. I was looking at your schedule for next week. Would you say that the chance to win a Super Bowl is the only thing on this earth that could get you in front of the media and in a mall at the same time? It's <laughs> probably, probably a pretty good analysis. <laughs> It's been out a while, but somebody edited a video of you singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas at the podium right there. Have you seen it? No, I must have. No, no. Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, I'd say it's been edited. Yeah. True or false, Bill Belichick goes caroling every year. <laughs> Love caroling. Bill, you're going to have some time off. Would you say you Love yourself, it. are you good at relaxing? If you had to choose, you going to the beach or you're trying to play 18? I like going to the beach in 60 degrees and 20 mile an hour winds. Go to the beach by yourself on that day. Fair point. Fair point. 
Call an audible. Make the decision. No, it isn't. Coach, a win, a one seed, a bye week, New Year's Eve. Is that a recipe for a wild night of dancing and partying for you? Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. Yeah. Still, you're used to making tough, important decisions. Have you officially decided what you'd like your little granddaughter to refer to you as? Grandpa, yeah. Poppy. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep all that stuff personal. Thanks. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't even bring that. Come on. Shit. It, yeah. Follow up. You ever envision yourself in a situation where you could be saying, "Do your job, eat your carrots"? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully not. Bill, happy holidays. I know we're all trying to. I'm, I'm like annoyed, but at the same time amused by him. Spread cheer here, but based on some of the things your team's been through in 2015, would it be okay with you if Santa Claus wrote you a letter to tell you that he threw a couple of the names of the men who run the league and their lawyers on the naughty list this year? Yeah, I'll leave Santa Claus on his list to the elves. Okay. Uh, this guy made a song. Chandler Jones. I don't know who Chandler Jones is. Is I don't know if he's a player or just a singer. Oh, how I miss you. Just want to kiss you. They just got rid of you. Oh, Bill Belichick. You didn't flatten that ball. He's a player. It was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. Yeah. You didn't spy gate. You didn't deflate gate. He's innocent. So I'll fire him. <laughs> oh my God. When it should have been Mr. Crowd. Oh, Bill Belichick. As long as you cut the check, fire the wrong man. Why fire him? They called it a dynasty. Is that like a Chris Stapleton he song he's singing over? Seven Super Bowl. Oh, Bill Belichick, yeah. He made me the man I am. Oh, Bill Belichick. Why fire him? That's the Bill Belichick. Hope y'all like that. Oh, I do love that. That's excellent. Oh, Bill Belichick. You're going to be singing that all day long now. Oh, Bill Belichick. Ashley says, is it an act or no personality? Rebecca says, LOL, love it. Oh, Bill Belichick. Uh, Tennessee Whiskey, I guess, is the song. Uh, Tyler says those responses used to be cute and funny when his teams were good, but his attitude lost its luster after Brady left and they started sucking ass. Um, Chris says, Kenny is here. You missed video game talk. Oh, you sure did. Oh my God. You'd have loved it. Hell yeah, greatest coach of the time, along with Tom Landry, says Packer for fun, referring to Vince Lombardi. Kyle says, Family Guy does a great episode. Peter and the guys go to heaven and ask God why the why the Patriots are losing. God says it's Belichick. Guy never smiles, and God gave him five Super Bowls. 
he has zero personality. Kenny says that coach even looks sad or mad when he's half smiling. Ben Glaze says, can you imagine Bill Belichick in the bedroom? Uh, time to get a hold of um, one of our favorites. Rick from TC Paintball. Maybe he'll sing, oh, Bill Belichick. Uh, right now. Yes, yes, do it, do it. Oh my God, uh, yeah, he's he's gone. That fucker. They uh, they said they parted ways, but it's just they just fired him, right? Well, I mean, after his career, I mean, you got to give him a little bit of respect on the way out of the door, right? Yeah, hang on, my thing's acting up. Talk to me again. I said uh, after a career like that, you know, the greatest career of all time, coach. You got to give him some respect on the way out the door. Let him go out how he wants, even if you don't want him there anymore. Right, right. I wonder if we'll, uh, I mean, can can Andy Reid be talked about as that level of coach? I think so, right? Yeah, he's the all-time winningest coach for two different franchises. Took them both to the Super Bowl. I mean, how do you argue with that, too? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that Chiefs game, I think it's on, like, Peacock, which is annoying as hell. Oh, and man, it is annoying. I, I mean, I'm not going to go get Peacock to watch Chiefs, but if the Lions were on it, I have to do something. Right on. And that Chiefs game, it's going to be zero degrees. And <laughs> and, uh, and Tua, um, he's from Hawaii. He played college football in Alabama, and he plays pro football in Miami. He's probably never experienced that type of uh, cold before. Right. And, uh, you know, they uh, they have looked great. In nice weather against shitty teams, but against good teams, they have not looked good at all. All right, so I'm I'm excited about that. Um, so that game is the one that will be on Peacock, the Dolphins and the Chiefs. But uh, yeah. you know, the Chiefs, I'm sorry. Go Chiefs ahead. Got playing like that, man. I don't think the Dolphins have a chance. I'd rather see the Dolphins win. We of course have our uh, sights set on the Lions. Um, how confident are you with the boys this weekend? Very confident. You uh, you know you you battle all year to make the playoffs and to get a home playoff game. Home home field advantage in the playoffs is huge in the NFL, especially in the time of year we play them in and whatnot. So I mean it's 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 big. I mean Stafford's not going to be easy. The Rams are, are going to be tough. That offense is really good. Um, the Lions defenses defense is not, uh, not great. It's good, but not great. Hopefully we can get them in, into some third and longs. First and second down is the key. So we can get them into some third and longs. I think we've been kind of waiting for that dude named James Houston to get healthy because he's, uh, in nine games, he has eight sacks and seven tackles for loss. He would be a terrific addition to, um, you know, be, be a menace there. So I'm, I'm hoping that he will be healthy enough. He's been hurt since week two. Uh, and, and I, yeah, again, I don't know about the – because their receivers are very good, and you've got Matthew Stafford, who's been brilliant this year. That's what frightens me about this goddamn game. You know, it's going to come down to a handful of plays. I'm hoping that the Lions make the plays. You know what I mean? We need a couple uh, turnovers on defense. You know, that defensive line, if it, if it, if it plays well – 
we can get into that backfield. The defensive line could be the MVP here. Defensive line really, uh, you know, shortens the amount of time that uh, Stafford's got to throw, and uh, it uh, it could look like a lopsided Lions victory. It really can. I'm I'm confident. You know, what I wanted to happen this year is to make the playoffs, um, be respected, and uh, win a playoff game. You know, talking about the Super Bowl coming away from you know as a team that's building its way up. Talking about the Super Bowl is, is a little bit tongue in cheek. It's a little bit, you know, it's tough for a team to go from, you know, <laughs> the Lions status to being a Super Bowl champ or even a contender. But I mean, if they win a playoff game, you can look back on this uh, this season and call it a real success and something to build on for years to come. Uh, what do you think when you hear people like me say they're going to lose? Well, I take everything you say with a grain of salt. Oh, thank God. Of I mean, if, we're being, if we're being completely honest with each other, if, if the wind is blowing, you know, east to west, you're going to argue it's blowing west to east because that's what you have to do. you got to create some shit to talk about and think about. You can't say what everyone else is saying. So I get all that. Um, I, I don't think they're going to lose. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I, um, I, uh, I want them to win. I hope they win. I'm confident that they'll win, and I'm excited about it. Uh, it, there's going to be a crazy amount of snow that's falling this weekend, supposedly where we are. How does that affect you in your day-to-day operations? Yeah, no one wants to come out of the house right now. <laughs> we uh, we go into the weekend with you know a lot of players and groups reserved for a Saturday, and I'm really slow for this Saturday. No one really knows what to do, but I mean. Think about the way it was, and, and I, I'm going to date myself, but I mean, when, when we were kids, you know, we dealt with the snow and I know there were school closings and I know there was warnings to not do things, but did we really free react like we do now? Like, Hey, there's a storm forecasted. Let's shut everything down now. That's not the way it was. At least not the way I remember it. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, uh, we, I, I think that we are so bombarded with media that it kind of, um, increases the expectation and the anxiety of what could happen Case in point, last year when I, on a whim, ran out and spent thousands of dollars on a generator and nothing happened. That, I think that's always on the top of it. At least it's on the top of my list. I don't know about anybody else, but I mean, I'm, I always walk by the generators and like Costco and Home Depot and I'm like, man, I'd like to spend that on that and just have it just in case. You know what I mean? And I've got a little shitty generator and I got one I take to events with me and stuff. So, you know, I can make some stuff work, but I mean, just to be able to flip a switch oh, yeah. and your house run like normal when the power's out that's uh it's something that i definitely want to do and it's something i never spend the money on when the weather's nice just like anybody else i know God, can you imagine being the guy who has to sell those fucking things you know i mean it's like feast or famine 99 percent of the year you, there, there's no one buying anything and then like for two days they all sell out and you're good to go yeah and if you had twice as much in inventory you would have sold all of them you know what i mean that's no, i know a, it it is Feaster family. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, holy shit. What else is going on in your world? Anything going on that we need to talk about right now? Jeez, mm, you put the pressure on me. I don't, uh, no, I ain't got shit. I uh, wish this weekend looked a little bit busier. I think I got a bunch of tournament players coming in, but uh, my, my rental, uh, my rental reservations is down, but I mean, everyone's kind of waiting to see what happens with a storm and see if we actually get it, see how hard it is. I hope we get snow. I hope we get a lot of snow, but I hope it doesn't, uh, uh, hope nobody loses power. I know that's a, uh, that's a big ask, but, uh, I like to get a lot of snow. I don't mind shoveling and shit like that, but when you lose power and you put people at risk, I don't want that to happen. Rick, I just recently talked about a massive road trip that I'm planning to Alberta, Canada. 
Do you, are you making any plans for the summer? Um, so my kid, uh, my kid plays on a, a youth paintball team now, and um, he's going to go to a couple events. So that that means traveling. We're going to go to Vegas in uh, March, um, and then a couple other events. So we are planning to do that, so he can go out there and kind of you know follow in the footsteps and you know and uh, make his make his way in that world. So that's kind of cool, kind of planning that. Um, other other road trips, like I'm going to travel to do some uh, um, some vending at some big games for some bigger paintball events and stuff like that. Um, no vacations or anything like that planned. It's all it's all kind of work related and hobby related. You got to do it. You got to set aside where you put it all to bed and you go and bug out uh, for 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it, can you? Well, I, I, I have too much I too much of a conscience to do it. I feel like there's so many things that could be getting done when I'm when I'm relaxing, you know? And we have a spot down at, uh, you know, a little... Sandy Pines, right? Not really a campground, you know, kind of a leisure spot. And we go down there pretty regularly. So, I mean, I get my leisure time and, you know, I'm not... I, I can take a break when I want to and shit, but you know, when there's shit to do and no one else is going to do it for you, you got to be, make yourself available to right do it. On, right on, right you know, on. This, it's the, the time where people want to do recreational shit. So you got to go when it happens. So, you know, I, I, uh, I'll take my leisure time and spend time with my kids, you know, when I leave work early and maybe take a day off here and there, but long vacations, I've got a lot of, you know, work related travel that kind of, you know, you kind of get some of the benefit from a vacation because you're seeing cool sites and you're getting out of your, your own uh, local area. So that's a lot of fun, but uh, I, I don't need any vacations yet. I'll, I'll retire someday and then I'll be able to take some vacations. I think real quick Harbaugh. Uh, is he at Michigan next year? Yes, just because I wanted to be. I don't know if uh, you know if he was waiting on winning the national championship so he can move on. If he's tired of the scrutiny, um, I, I wanted to be in Michigan. I'm a Harbaugh fan. I'm glad they won it. Um, I'd like to see him go on a little bit of a run. I'd like to see him, uh, you know, be uh, not not. I mean, Bama's what Bama did was absolutely ridiculous and hard to believe. I can't imagine anybody's ever going to duplicate that. But I'd like to see him go on a little bit of a run. Um. Uh, Saban left because he doesn't like players coming and going when they want, and he doesn't like name image likeness money flying around. How do you feel about that? I kind of feel the same way. You know, we talked, you were talking about coaches and, you know, Belichick versus Brady, blah, blah, blah. You know, coaches, I feel like you kind of got to hit a, you got to hit a, a wave or ride a wave of what you have going on, what you have, what you're adding, what you're building. And you can't use the same motivational tactics all the time. You got to change that up because your guys end up hearing them over and over and over again. And we deal with a bunch of guys that aren't trying to impress anybody. They're millionaires. You know, it's like, it's the same thing with, with the, you know, coaching in the pros. Bell, or, um, Saban went to the pros and it didn't work out. Um, he came right back to college and, you know, is, was it the same attitude where you're dealing with millionaires instead of, you know, kids that are really hungry to learn, you know, it's a, I think that's a different dynamic. Well, yeah, but Michigan this year, they won with a ton of fantastic name image likeness players. Right. But you know, that, that there's an evolution that goes on there where guys are looking at what happened previous and then they change their expectations and they're motivated by different things. So yes, Michigan won. Michigan had a really talented team. Um, it could have been more talented. I mean, I think JJ could have played a lot better in the playoffs. He could have played a lot better over the course of the oh, season. But yeah, he stinks. Right. So, I mean, you, you can argue that, right? His stats weren't great. And, you know, he, he threw some bad in that first play against Alabama was interception. Like, you know, he's not, he's not a perfect player, but it's a new wave of evolution coming through with this name image like this. And these guys actually having money. 
you know, so you got to adjust the way you coach a little bit. So can Harbaugh do the same job in the next three to five years that he did this year? Or does he got to continue to evolve as a coach as well? Oh, it's going to be even oh. easier. I think it's going to be even easier because big time players are going to come there now. Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're paying even more now. I love it. I, I, that doesn't, that doesn't make it easier though. Maybe you got a badass recruiting class and all of a sudden you got a three headed monster at running back. They all want to play and maybe a two headed, two headed monster at quarterback and they don't get along. And all of a sudden you got to deal with which one do you play? You know, having too much talent is not a, is not a sure win. You got to manage the talent. So, I mean, you know, a, a team that is well coached and well disciplined is going to beat a talented team that doesn't have those things in place all the time. So it's not just about having good players. It never is. Can you imagine if 30 years ago, Someone came up to us and said, hey, and uh, I want you to know that the day is coming when Donald Trump is going to be the president. Everybody can smoke pot legally and college football players get paid millions of dollars and can come and go as they please. We'd be like, yeah, fuck you. That sounds like a back to the future, future scenario that you just don't believe. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. As always, you are uh, appreciated. I always like your insight. I like talking to you over at TC Paintball. People can, of course, head over to tcpaintballgr.com and join us next week, tentatively 5 p.m. Sunday, depending on the Lions. Yeah, if the Lions end up winning and then playing, their schedule comes out right away and they're playing on Saturday, then then our, our uh, paintball event is on. If it's on Sunday, um, you know, that first game is probably going to be around 12 or 1230. We can have, make it happen right after that. But if it's the later game, then I'm sorry, but I'm watching the Lions that day. we got to push yep. it down the road. I, I, hear, I hear you. I hear you. All right. As always, thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Yep. That's Rick. TC Paintballs. Now I'm FaceTiming him. Uh, always good to talk to Rick. Kenny writes, pot isn't legal everywhere, you know. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, and he says, and that is dumb. What's dumb? I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck crawled up your ass? Jesus. Uh, love Rick. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. If you uh, want to join me for paintball war number 23, the battle of the Rio Grande. Kenny says it's dumb that it's not legal everywhere. Duh. Oh, okay. I get you. I thought you were being a jackass again. I was like, that's uh, that's way out of the blue. Um, okay, so this is the plan. Banff, Alberta. I talked about this on Patreon. I want to actually be that guy in this canoe right here in these turquoise waters surrounded by mountains. An absolute vacation destination traveling uh well a long long way let me see map i'm going to show you how this how this lays out on a map so you can see for yourself how far we actually have to travel banff b-a-n-f-f banff alberta From my location. All right, it's computing. It's figuring. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Look at how far we have to drive. My God. 
out of Michigan into Indiana, around Lake Michigan, through Chicago, up into Wisconsin, and then we start heading up into Minnesota, cross Minnesota, into North Dakota, make a hard right turn somewhere in North Dakota, north, 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 point of entry into Canada. We're in Saskatchewan. Pass Regina, which sounds like vagina. You know, it's it's crazy when uh, Winnipeg is so goddamn far away and you just don't even come near the, the province of Manitoba. Your first province is Saskatchewan. Cross Saskatchewan into Alberta. North, north, north. Go around Calgary. Enter the Canadian Rockies. That is where we wind up. More than 1,800 miles. 27 hours and 6 minutes of driving. The plan is to leave, I think, Wednesday, July 3. This is going to be intense. Yeah, that'll be Wednesday, July 3. Uh, drive July 3, July 4, July 5. Spend 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 days there. Leave Monday the 15th. Drive Monday the 15th. Drive Tuesday the 16th. Drive Wednesday the 17th. Back home on the 17th. My God. So many miles that once I get there, I'm probably, I probably should get an oil change. Once I get there. Where I'm at right now. Where I'm at right now, I am 650 feet above sea level. By the time I get there, it's going to be over 5,300 feet. Of that's where you finish at. This is going to be intense. It's so long. I'm actually worried. I'm just worried. Something will be fucked up. Like I'll get into Canada and then I won't be able to get back home or something like that. Yeah. 1,849 miles one way. Let's do some easy math on the fuel cost. One eight four nine times two, three thousand six hundred and ninety eight miles. Let's just say divided by seven point five miles per gallon. That is four hundred and ninety three gallons of gasoline times three dollars. That is one thousand four hundred and seventy nine dollars and twenty cents for the fuel. Fuck. Man. Um, he says, you know, you can go to Colorado and it looks the same. Look, don't, why do you have to fucking wet blanket it, Nick? I don't, how do you know? Have you been to both places? How do you know that? I mean, maybe you have. 
Come on now. Kyle says you can go to Northern Michigan and see all that. That is bullshit. You cannot. There aren't huge peaks in the middle of uh, uh, Northern Michigan, you dumbass. Look at this place. Here, I'll share it with you. You can see for yourself. Tell me that this doesn't look intensely awesome. That's a place. Yeah, can you see that in Northern Michigan, you dumb gay dick? No, no, no. Look at that. Look at these two. They're just sitting there. You can pork right there on that rock. Look at this. Come on. Beautiful, nice little hamlet town with soaring mountain peaks behind it. I don't know what's going on here. It looks like a clear bridge you can be on. Boy, Diana would shit her pants on that. No, Banff is unreal. And you all can suck my dick if you're trying to talk me out of this. We're going to have so much fun. All right, I'm stoked. Uh, One thing that we like to do when we travel like this is when we're tired, um, we just pull over into a Walmart parking lot. All right? And uh, and then you just crash there. That is 100%. Um, not okay in Canada. You cannot do that. So you got to like actually go to like an RV park. Kenny asks, I'm curious, EZ, what made you choose Banff? I'd never heard of it before myself. Um, well, I knew of Banff, but, um, it wasn't until others who went told me how great it was. And then out of the blue, Jacqueline says, you know, uh, Justin's never been to Glacier National Park, but we all have. Why don't we take him to Banff instead? Glacier National Park is only three and a half hours south of Banff. So, I, all right, sounds good to me. Uh, we'll figure it out. Nick, who's a little stupid, he says, looks beautiful except in commie Canada. Oh, my God. You know... Can you just at least make it through one show where you don't sound like one of those Newsmax fucks? Shut up. Are you going to smuggle weapons across the border or just go unarmed? I will look up what is allowed. If I am not allowed to bring weaponry, well, then of course I won't bring weaponry. And over a fact, I'm not allowed to bring a handgun. A shotgun I might be able to get away with. I will look it up. All right. Hold the thought there. Your old pal EZ has to go potty. Don't move. I swear to God, don't move. Sorry. Sorry it took so long. I got called into service, into action uh, as the NFK uh, was struggling with his foot. So, uh... I had to put his foot brace on for him and make sure he was okay and all that shit. And that then I had to let the dogs out. I don't know. Rebecca says, I'd rather live in commie Canada than fascist America. Uh-oh. Uh, can you still cross the border with an enhanced license or do you need a passport? Don't know. Don't know. 
Kenny says hit up both spots, Glacier and Banff. Banff. Um, yeah, Glacier's, there's nothing that's just hit up. Once you're there, you're there. You know? Um, besides, I'll just go see the new place. I have to say, though, if you ever get the opportunity to head up to um, Glacier National Park um, and and take in the going to the sun road. Wow. I mean, holy shit. I mean, the, the, the images I've shown you are already spectacular. Um, but this gives you an idea of uh, where you're at. Let me see if I can get a nice picture of it here. Going to the sun road. This is going to the sun road right there. Can you believe that that's like here? I'm telling you, that's why when, uh, when Rick says, yeah, no, we're not going to do anything fun. Uh, I'm like, oh, dude, there's so much to see here. Just get in the fucking car and go and fuck the flying. You got to drive at the very least. Once you get, if you do fly, you know, um, then get after it with a, with a car to take everywhere and see everything. You got to go out West. So much to see what I've shown you today with Banff and Glacier. Then you've got Zion. Zion National Park is, is, oh, fucking A. You got, I'm a huge National Parks guy. I haven't even mentioned, I've mentioned it before, but I've never mentioned, I haven't mentioned with you today, the Grand Prismatic Spring. Absolutely amazing. That is not a doctored picture. That's what the Grand Prismatic Spring looks like. Oh, that is a uh, part of Yellowstone. Jesus. And again, I have to say it in this picture right here. Um, there's a parking lot, right? You can see the parking lot in the background right there. It's uh, the smallest fucking parking lot ever. And we drove around looking for a goddamn place to park. And I literally, that was the one thing that I was at, that we absolutely had to see. And I could not see it. I was right there. I was at the precipice. And we could not see the Grand Prismatic Spring. So pissed off about that. Imagine that driving two thirds of the way across the country to see one thing. It's like Wally World being closed. What the fuck? You know, Yellowstone is a big fucking caldera. Everything you see is just uh, literally the mouth of a super volcano. And if it ever erupts, we're all dead. Rocky Johnson is here. He says, good morning, Eric. It's, uh, it looks like schools are closed. All this fucking snow is getting me down. Well, for where we are, it hasn't started yet. It's coming. No, don't tell me, Rocky, that you're one of those souls who the weather gets a little bit wonky and then, you know, you get the sads. Bullshit. 
Get your fucking ass out there and move. Get some exercise. Clear the snow. You'll perk right up. That will be me today with a shovel in hand like an asshole because my fucking snowblower is done. Uh, It's being worked on. It's not done. It's being worked on. I wish it was done. Kenny experiencing rough, uh, rough weather. He says it just thundered so loud here. I thought the maintenance team had just dropped some huge piece of equipment down the stairs outside my apartment or something. Kenny says it's going to be below zero here in a few days. I'll definitely have the sads. Dude, I cannot believe how deep this Arctic plunge is going to be. It's going to drop all the fuck. Tennessee is going to go all the way down to Texas. Can you imagine being one of those uh, Mexicans crossing the border right now? They're like, oh my God, I Chihuahua. Holy cow. By the way, speaking of uh, crossing the border. My daughter, Jackie, has a pal who's has a boyfriend who's from Zambia, which is in Africa. It's a country uh, right by Mozambique, Botswana, uh, north of South Africa. Everything's north of South Africa. Well, anyway, uh, he's here in the U.S. on a work visa. He goes to college. School, education, work. Uh, goes to Grand Valley. His name is Moses. And he hasn't seen his family in years. So he says to his girlfriend, who's Jackie's friend, hey, I'm going back to Zambia for a few weeks. Going to be awesome. Get to see my family. I'll come back. Getting right back to the grind with my education. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. He goes, spends his time. Holidays are over. Flies back. Lands in Chicago, walks into customs, says, hey, good to be back. I'm so glad I'm living in the USA. He hands him his paperwork. They go, uh, fuck you. This is wrong. You're going back to Africa. And oh, by the way, give us your phone. I don't understand why that happened. Um, and here's where it gets even more fucked up because they, they, they take his phone And they put him in a holding facility and they reach out to loved ones and say, we have him. He's going back to Africa. He has food and water. And that's all you need to know. Swear to God, hand to God, this is how it went. So, and this, this happened like they didn't reach out to any family till hours after they expected to hear from him. So like, where is he? What's going on? But they got his phone. So all these phone uh, calls are coming into the phone and then customs like answers his phone and explains it to hey, who is this? We are, well, we are representing the United States government and uh, Moses here. He's not going anywhere. He's going back to, uh, we're going to send him on a plane first thing tomorrow back where he came from. And they're actually going to fly him to Ethiopia. And there from there, they're either going to get him to Zambia. And then it's like, see you later. Sayonara. So, I get a uh, text message from Jackie. She says, do you know anybody in the government? We need help. Okay. Uh, Well, have you contacted Skolton's office? That's a uh, congressperson locally. Yes. Okay. Um, I go, I don't really know anybody. Uh, Maybe the TV station. I know a local Michigan representative. Uh, 
uh, you know, no. I, I. Turns out Moses, when in the U.S., and by the way, he can't come back. He can't come back here to May at the earliest now. Moses um, took a job in his field of study uh, at a place called Mary Freebed. Mary Freebed is not actually on the campus proper of the school. It's just off of it in the down. There's a downtown campus of Grand Valley, and just off of it is this rehabilitation hospital. <laughs> he gets a gig there. And that is uh, supposedly a violation of the visa. If you are to work, it can only be on the actual property of the campus. And they found that out. And when he went to go, whatever, trying to come home from Christmas vacation, they said, fuck you, get out. So now he's fucked. Uh, Rebecca says customs can be real dicks. Chris says, I took my niece's husband almost three years ago. It, oh, it took my niece's husband almost three years to get a spouse's visa. Our immigration system is so fucked. Cole says, I thought Biden was letting everybody in. No, that's the problem. He's not. Cole adds, have him fly to Mexico and walk across. Yeah, you're being silly, I know, but if only it were that easy. Adam says so much for the argument that we have open borders. Kenny says don't let people in like that who fly here, but welcome in people on foot at our southern border daily. Something is wrong with that. Uh, Adam says that is such bullshit. Right. It should honestly be. Just walk in and you're here. Fill out your paperwork. You're a citizen. Congratulations. Come and go as you please. It should be that simple. If I were president, that would happen. Rocky, who I'm not sure where Rocky is. Rocky Johnson, uh, where in this great land are you? Wants to know about how, how much snow we're getting in right here, beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, it hasn't begun yet, but it will begin today. And all told, they say we'll be north of 15 inches. So I'm curious as to, I, I may have asked you this. I'm curious as to where you are and how you discovered the Eric Zane Show podcast on Twitch. The lion's share of my audience used to listen to me on the radio a long time ago. Kuypers says, good thing Zane isn't president. I'm telling you, man, if we could add 100 million immigrants a year, I would be happy. That wouldn't be enough though. We need 100 million people to make brand new cities, populate new areas, create entire new industries, do all these shitty jobs that lazy fucks like Kuypers doesn't want to do. Oh, it would be great. I'd have buses going into those countries and taking them out in luxury. My God. It was that mentality that we all got here in the first place. 
That's what some of you dipshits like Kuypers doesn't understand. Had it not been for our generous border policies and the uh, time of the uh, country when my father and the people before him came into this country, we wouldn't have a country. The country was built on that. Bring me your tired, your poor, your sick. It's written right on the fucking book on the Statue of Liberty. Get them in here. We need more Mexicans. And Hondurans and Guatemalans and Ecuadorians and Belizeans. Belizeans? Sean Belizeans? All right. Uh, Corey says people struggle to understand the difference between legal immigration and illegal immigration. Well, yeah. I mean, most people like uh, Kuypers, you know, he's dipshit. He's like, ah, fuck hell, we're not American. Rockies from Kalamazoo. I used to listen to you on 107.3 WBBL. So I was able to pick you up in Kalamazoo on the radio. I remember that now. I think you've told us that. I think I asked you once and you told me. All right. Enough preaching from your old pal, EZ. It's been a preach fest for fuck's sake. I still love you, even though some of you don't think like I do. You should. God bless Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. Any tech issues, you got to call them. 616-285-50. They are the IT service provider for this show. Frank Foss is the insurance guru. My Policy Shop Insurance, online at mypolicyshop.com. So if you are struggling where you don't have any health insurance, my God, you got to get on this. And it's more affordable than you think because of healthcare.gov or Obamacare. It's a terrific, terrific uh, setup that has, um, well, it's kept my family insured for the five years that I have been um, not employed by a radio company like I used to be. Um, so quit thinking that you don't have access to insurance. You can't just take the zero knowledge you have and just shrug and say, well, what can I do? You absolutely can do something. What you do is you reach out, re- uh, reach out. you reach out to Frank Fuss at buyinsurancehere.com and he'll help you get everything set up that you need. And it will cost you so much less than you think you're going to pay. Just do this. Um, uh, one, shut up Two, do what I tell you. Go to buyinsurancehere.com and request an interview, a conversation with Frank via phone, face-to-face, Zoom, whatever you like. You're the boss. Best part is everything Frank does for you to get you insured, you don't pay for. He gets paid by the insurance company. Buyinsurancehere.com. Auto repair. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600 amazing amazing repair facility in grand rapids online at irvines.com joe martinez is still offering free furnace tune-ups 616-516-8579 for joe martinez 616-516-8579 legit free furnace tune-up dte pays the cost and you're all set god forbid if it goes out I wonder if Joe's ever had to do like a after hours service call um, when the weather is absolute shit. Like he has to put on his boots and trudge out and go fix somebody's shit in the middle of a blizzard. Damn it. 
Okay, I saved all these sponsors for the end because I was I've been on a roll. So I still owe you a bunch more. Today, the vouch.store slash Eric Zane spotlight. Um uh, it's going to be crap uh camp I said crap. Camp craft cocktails. You can find them on my vouch store. I'm posting the link to it right here. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Um, try this. Okay. If you like uh, drinks, if you like drinking cocktails, this is what you do. I suggest the classic cocktails bundle. These three jars will show up full of what looks to be dried fruit. All right. You fill them up with booze and let them steep for two, three days. Then you take what's there and you make your drinks. This three pack includes one 16 ounce kit of the following flavors, lemon drop, old fashioned and cucumber G and T. No idea what the fuck that is. Add 1.5 ounces to soda, juice, and or tonic. After you add whatever it is you have to add to make the drink the drink. And then after you guzzle it all down and you're completely bombed, you fill it up again with more booze. Each of these makes 16 drinks. So for $75, you're going to get 48 mixed drinks. That works out to a buck 56 a pop. Classics cocktail bundle, the rum bundle. All of these get rum. You put rum in all these fucking things and away you go. Amazing drinks. Um, I'm not going to try them myself. The queen of the forest is, and I will report back. So spend the dough, 75 bucks. Try this out. Maybe you're just going to go for the old fashioned. I don't know. That's only 25 bucks. You get one jar or the sangria. Or the sweater weather. All different amazing. You can make mocktails out of these too. Which until the other day. I didn't know what the fuck a mocktail was. That's a uh, drink. That's delicious. But no booze. So go to vouch.store. Slash Eric Zane. And try these up. Uh, try these out. There they are. I thought I was sharing that the whole time with you. But I wasn't. Corey says an alcoholic is selling us booze. Absolutely. Uh, just because I can't drink it doesn't mean you can't. I'll sell you anything. I'll sell you cocaine if I have to. Um, I remember when uh, I started this podcast before, uh, in between Free Bear and Hot Wings and BBL when I was at home doing like YouTube videos, I had a beer sponsor, Labatt's, and uh, my mom's husband wally he was like oh my god an alcoholic selling beer like what 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 is wrong with you what why do you blend my life my uh my uh two lives together you understand surely you're an educated man this is the show okay of course i'm gonna sell beer people drink beer just because I'm not some goddamn teetotaler. Uh, you cannot drink alcohol. No, I stay in my lane. You drink as much as you want. 
Come on now. Uh, right. Fuck, man. I'm fucking hammered. Fuck off, I'm hammered. I'll go open up another beer. I want to go to bed. I need to go to bed. You're going to bed. If you go to bed right now, you just you just slammed two beers, man. You're going to be all swimming in bed. You I need- think Pellerita was hammered there too. They bed. Come on now. Uh, Kenny says Eric Zaitunian is the alcoholic. Eric Zane is fine and can sell all the booze he wants. One is Zane and one is Zytunian. Come on. Even Kenny knows that now. Linda says, concerning this outstanding burp, what wouldn't, what woman wouldn't be attracted to that? Aram says, what accent did the teetotaler have again? You must stop drinking your booze. You should be clean and sober like me, Eric Zaitunian. You disgust me with your alcohol. Oh, come on. All right. Uh, buy that shit. Get it on uh, at the site. Twitch. Not Twitch. Damn it. It's moving too fast. I can't see it. Hold on. Let me put it in there again. Twitch. Vouch. Dot store. Slash Eric Zane. Try it. Let me know how it goes. All right. I only have five more viewers than Tyler Glenn right now. It's a battle to the finish. Who can have more uh, viewers by the end of the show? I have the asshole of the day coming up. Thank you to Van Dyke Mortgage. Get one by reaching out to Mario, 231-332-6505, 231-332-6505. Interest rates going down. Get your loan and get started today. Mention EZ, the red carpet service available all around the United States, uh, all around the United States, even Glacier, Montana, 231-332-6505. King's Room Barbershop. Guys and chicks who like short hair and looking good get their hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 82136th Street in Wyoming, next to the costume shop just down the street from Dumpster Divers. King's Room Barbershop. Haircut's going to set you back 19 bucks plus tip. They're awesome. They're fantastic. I swear by them. They do a great job. I'm glad I no longer cut my hair by myself. That's what I said to Andy. When I was trying to get the business, I cut my hair on by myself. He goes, I know. I go, how do you know? Because I'm looking at it. That's how, how do you think? I, know? I do this for a living. Your hair looks like fuck. <laughs> Thank you, King's Room Barbershop. And then finally, Sunday, Grand Rapids Gold, Bluey. The kid's character, Bluey, is going to be there. I guess that's a big deal. Um, so there you go. GrandRapidsGold.com is where you get those tickets. And I will see you Sunday at 3 p.m. 
Tickets as low as 12 bucks. I'm actually giving a four-pack away on uh, the Facebook page if you want to check that out for the Grand Rapids goal. Uh, question. Jimmy said he sent another movie for Ben and Eric. Chris says, yeah, easy. Mentioned it, Aaron. Probably not this week. Yeah, the thing about it is I want to space those out because that's really something you have to see. And for the audience, that is just audio podcast on Patreon. Uh, you know, yes, we're going to do it, but I might, I might wait a week or two before we get back into it. Besides, I've got a bunch of stuff that I want to play for Ben. That's all audio. So, uh, Kenny writes, imagine Kuipers raising his head. Oh, no. Imagine Kuipers. I don't even know if I can even read this. Because he, he, uh, ah, this is, this is so bad. Chris said, good Lord, Kenny. Is, I gotta see if Linda's even here. Oh, she still is. Jesus Christ. Kenny wrote, uh, because, you know, we've been talking about, uh, young cutie patootie dating old Linda because Kuipers likes old women and he's young and you know, she's old. And, uh, Kenny writes, imagine Kuipers raising his head from Linda's crotch and then letting that exact belch rip. So he's like, hey. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. She says, Jesus Christ, my son is in the room, but I managed to mute the TV. That's really rolling the dice. I'm so upset that Kenny did that. Knock it off, Kenny. Asshole. We will never listen to that burp again and uh, and not be like thinking that. That is ridiculous that you would say that and make me say that, Kenny. Uh. Dick. Today's asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Yesterday it was Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee. Didn't I, weren't we told that uh, Aaron Rodgers was done on Pat McAfee's show because I actually heard from Linda uh, yesterday. <laughs> and she said that um, Rodgers was back on there yesterday talking about, like, Belichick. Like, anybody wants gives a shit about, about that, you know? If Aaron Rodgers is going to be on there, it's just because uh, if people are going to enjoy it, it's because he's such a fucking idiot. All right, today on the show, we talked about the game Beat Shazam and what's going on there with uh, the EZ family. We talked about the guy from Discount Tire who fucking hates everything, and I had to uh, keep it low-key. One more thing, the previous time I was at Discount Tire, not yesterday, previous time, some guy was there and... He didn't have the easy mentality when working with these people. 
You got to be low key and understand that they're under intense pressure and don't fuck with them. This guy didn't have that. And I, I even told this story on the show. He walked out of there saying, good luck, everybody. Terrible service. One star here. You know, it sounds like Kenny with Z speed. He was all pissed off. Uh, that's not me. Even if they're treating me poorly, like this guy, I think was, um, he was very, very short and curt. You got, you, you got to let him get away with it. Don't raise the stink. Keep your mouth shut. Um, all right. So discount tire guy. And then, uh, we talked about the nerds over at, uh, resale video game place. Uh, we talked about Bill Belichick. Uh, I remember a funny, easy story from the tire store too. Same place with an old lady with flabby farts that was sitting next to him. Thank you for reminding me this show's going long today because I took a lot of time when I was uh, taking a leak. That's a great uh, callback. And let's get back to it. Show's not over. Same deal. Same place. Same chair. Woman next to me. And they like called her up to get her car. Her, uh, hey, your car is ready to go. And my mother used to do this too. Um, and when you get to be that age, you just fart. And I was actually leaned forward in the chair with my elbows on my knees, looking at my phone, kind of like this. Okay. So she gets up, she's to my right. I'm like this. She's to my right, looking at my phone. And she, her ass is right here, and she starts to walk, and she gets to about here, and with every step she took, like as the foot hit the ground, more fart would leave her ass or vagina or both. I don't know. And for about 10 steps, it went, and it wasn't like a, you know, the tight fart. It was... Every step, this flabby, you know, chunky blood fart was just kind of rolling out with uh, tons of matter and liquid uh, flying out. It had to be. And she looked like she had some pretty bunched up pants. So I'm reasonably certain that there was a diaper there that was collecting, uh, uh, you know, discarded ute meat and feces. It was so bad. And I'm like, what the fuck? This just happened. She did it right in front of me. Fuck, get me out of here. My God. That's it. There's nothing more to that story. Uh, that is where I'll leave it. In fact, that lady, she's probably dead now. Kenny says, imagine Kuiper's being on the business end of that. Uh, fuck, man. I'm fucking hammered. Uh. Oh. <laughs> uh, the blood fart bitch in the callback story is your asshole of the day for farting right in my face, you crazy asshole. Tyler says years of abuse loosened up the sphincter too much. And those things just come flying out. My God, that's incredible. 
All right. Well, uh, rest in peace to your ears. Sorry. That was uh, quite a show. Things have come to an end here. I appreciate all your support on it. I will talk to you later on. Be safe if you're out traveling and you're in my neck of the woods. Until next time, I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye.